It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Throw moderation out the window. When you want that real homemade flavor from scratch, frosted layer cakes, brownies that really taste like brownies, and cookies that taste like the ones your grandma used to make, only real ingredients will do. Real butter, real cream, real chocolate, and lots of it. That's how Judy Rosenberg has been baking for over 30 years, and she's joining us today to chat about her bakery, her books, and holiday baking. Hi, Judy. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. So I have to say, okay, we've got the butter, we've got the cream, we've got the chocolate. How do we not be the size of a house? I guess it's moderation in portion size, right? (laughs) Well, you know, it's something we've heard over and over. Uh, Moderation, moderation, moderation. And I'm actually a firm believer that um, if you deprive yourself of those rich, occasional rich treats, right. it only backfires in the end. So we have to kind of like be healthy eaters, and every once in a while we have to inject really wonderfully, marvelously rich things into our diet to kind of keep us balanced. Well, I agree. Right. And, and honestly, a lovely dessert, a lovely sweet, a lovely treat is one of the joys of life. And so it's no fun if we don't do it. But, you know, the holidays are here. And for a lot of people, baking is something that is a little bit overwhelming. And, you know, you have both a bakery and all of these cookbooks, many of which have won awards. What are your suggestions for the home cook when they start out baking? Does it begin with ingredients or equipment or the recipe itself? Well, I do think, you know, it, I do believe in working with really good ingredients, and I do think it's important to have, like, basically good equipment. Like, if you're going to buy cookie sheets and baking pans, you try to get, you know, heavy-duty ones, not ones that you would buy, like, at the supermarket, because they really will impact how your product turns out. But, you know, I think first and foremost, the important thing to know is that I have never taken a baking class in my life. And for me, how I learned to bake was just trial and error. And in the process, I made mistakes. And I sometimes, if I, by mistake, I remember a time I left eggs out of pumpkin bread. And I learned (laughs) by so doing what the eggs did to the bread so that when it w- they weren't there, I could understand like what the impact of putting eggs into something is. And I really learned about the chemistry of baking through trial and error. Um, that So I, I feel like people have to understand that they, they shouldn't feel too insecure when they bake things because they may not make it perfectly the first time, but they may learn you know, the next time how to make it better. And part of it is everybody's oven is... Definitely different. Yes, and that's true. everybody's baking pans are very different. So when you follow a recipe in the cookbook, there's a good chance that the first time you make it, you know, in a baking recipe, it may not be perfect because you're working with so many different variables. But you will then learn from that first experience, you know, that maybe your pan was too thin or maybe your oven was too hot because of that variation. So that's just the way it is, you know. Well, you know, I want to jump back to something you said earlier, Judy, and that is when you left the eggs out of the pumpkin bread, you discovered what that did. And of course, your mistakes are our benefit because then you address them in the books and things like that. But 
Don't you think that may be one of the most important things in baking is that the 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 baker read through the recipe, read the whole darn thing. Don't read it as you're starting it and prep, you know, getting all of your ingredients out. Do you think that does a lot in helping someone be successful in the kitchen? I think it's really important. And I also think, I mean, I had a lot of trouble with other people's cookbooks before I wrote my own cookbooks. And what I tried to do in my cookbooks was have steps be um, organized in such a way that you just follow one, two, three, four, and everything is separated so you're not looking at a big paragraph where everything is all mushed yes, together. Yes, yes. <laughs> that can be very hard but because I, that's I, when you skip something by accident. Yes. Absolutely. And then the other thing you have to really make sure is not to do is no matter how much you think you're concentrating, you cannot talk on the phone <laughs> or talk <laughs> to other people while you're baking because repeatedly I kept saying, oh, I know I'm concentrating, I know I'm concentrating even though I'm talking, and invariably I would always make mistakes. Yeah. But, you know, I think people are too hard on themselves when it comes to baking, and I think that we just have to kind of embrace that, you know, it may not be perfect, we may make mistakes, but that over time if we are committed to making a recipe good, we have to make it a few times before we get it perfect. Sure, I think that's yeah, I think that's so true. Well, I do think that everybody should know a few basic, really good dessert recipes. You know that they do take the time to perfect with their oven, their bakeware, their ingredients, their taste. Because you know you want to be able to pull off a great cookie or a great brownie or a great pie or a great cake, and you know I think that's really important, don't you, to kind of develop that repertoire. I think that's absolutely true. And also, in developing that repertoire, you kind of, through those few products that you make perfectly, you learn about your oven and you learn about your pans. And that makes it easier for you to embark on trying other recipes, I think. I think, you know, the key is just don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) After all, it's just cookies or cakes or brownies. (laughs) Right. And, you know, even when they don't come out perfect, they're still pretty damn good if you're using good ingredients. That's right. The more homely they are, the more homey they are. (laughs) That's absolutely true. Well, Judy, what are some of the things from the book, the Rosie Bakery All Buttercream Filled Sugar Packed Baking Book, that you like to make for the holidays or are particularly good for gifts from the kitchen? Well, actually, for to this holiday for Thanksgiving, I made the Indian pudding, which I hadn't made in years, and I really liked that, and it was so easy to make. I mean, this is the thing. There are a lot of recipes that are actually really easy to make. Like, I could never understand why anybody would buy a brownie mix when you can literally throw brownies yeah. in 10 minutes. Um, but for the holidays, I mean, there are some wonderful fruit pies in here, some apple pies that are fabulous. There's a caramel apple casserole, um, which Mm. is layers of dough with kind of caramelized apples between them that you bake in a casserole dish. There is a tart tatin, which is just absolutely wonderful that I love. Um, There are chocolate cakes that you might want to do for the Christmas holidays, the winter holidays. Um, I mean, you know, anything, anything can really be made into a holiday item because you can always, like, decorate it with cranberries and some greens or so whatever you really love to make or love to eat can be presented really in the context of any holiday I think I don't really feel other than for Thanksgiving when we really do have to have pies yes absolutely (laughs) you know I have to tell you that as I'm flipping through the book I'm seeing that you have one of my absolute favorite pastries and I always say it I know I'm supposed to say it with a real (laughs) but (laughs) sour cream arugula 
I know you oh, should. Isn't I it Rugula? <laughs> oh my God. I they love that. I love that. For people who aren't familiar, tell us a little bit about the history and the sour cream pastry and all of that. Well, the um, Rugula dough comes from, I think, you know, like Russia, that part of Europe. And um, it. I actually have two recipes in my book. One is made with sour cream instead of cream cheese. The cream cheese dough is just a cream cheese butter and flour and you make it almost like you roll it out make it almost like a strudel and you can fill it with um apricot preserves pecans white raisins mm. and, you know or you can love fill it that with ganache and chocolate chips and that is unbelievably delicious and then i have another one that is made with sour cream that actually comes out flakier and you roll it into a big circle into a, like a pie you know like you if you were rolling out a large pie crust, mm-hmm. and then you top it with something, and then you cut it into triangles, and you roll it up like little crescents. And that's another absolutely delicious dough. And I, you've picked one of my favorite things of all time. Which they awesome. are my fa- one of my favorite, too. A friend of mine taught me to make them years ago, and I, I have never been the same since. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're definitely more labor-intensive than yeah. most things and you know it's so funny because sometimes I think like if anybody who was a layman ever saw me make some of this stuff they would go like oh my god wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't look that professional but you know the truth of the matter is it's like it's I don't think it's that easy for anybody to make and it's that kind of like the homemade end result that is I mean it's, it's an arduous task sometimes to make some of these rolled out things but in the end, it doesn't really matter. Do you know what I mean? They may not look absolutely perfect, but they taste The taste, yeah, fantastic. yeah, is so important. It doesn't really matter. It kind of gives them more character if they don't look like they've been machine-made. Well, you know? if you're looking for a dessert that is quite literally all butter, cream-filled, sugar-packed, look no further than the Rosie's Bakery Baking Book. Over 250 recipes. You're bound to find something that's just right to give as a holiday gift or enjoy with your family. And I want to thank you so much, Judy Rosenberg, for joining us today. Where can we send people for more information about you? Well, I have a website, and my new website is going to be up in a couple of weeks. But they can go to rosiesbakery.com and Perfect. they can learn about me there. And I will or put all... Facebook or Twitter because I have to keep up. <laughs> there you go. We can find you everywhere. Well, you know what? Everywhere. I will, I will put all of your information on amystable.com. And also, you shared your recipe for chocolate orgasms. We're going to put Ooh, that on my website, we too. That. <laughs> That's right. This is a Sunday show. <laughs> But we are going to go ahead and put all of that information and and the recipe as well on amystable.com. So, Judy, thank you so much for joining us. Amy, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. For more, visit Amy's blog with Q102 online at wkrq.com.